0: Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro podcast. I am Shauna Simawong. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we are here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so they can be more effective in their jobs. Thank you so much for joining us today. I would love for you to take a moment and just introduce yourself, your title, and your organization.
1: My name is Corey Harchi, and I lead the sales enablement team, as well as a group of folks that do technical training for Poly. And our technical training side is what you typically think of as the university and our sales enablement side is a global team that uh, does all things sales enablement from onboarding to sales skills and uh, improving uh, the continual learning of our sales folks. I would love
0: to get some advice from you on how to go about seeking executive buy-in for global sales enablement initiatives.
1: You want to have the outline of the people process priorities and programs and products. You still want all those things discussed by sales leaders. And one thing that we do is have quarterly check-ins and briefing discussions with the different theaters. And in, in that call, Uh, they'll be invited a group of sales leaders the regional marketing teams um different sales enablement people anybody that we think is a really big stakeholder maybe a couple key sales people and we'll brief them on what we're planning to roll out and get feedback on that we don't want surprises and we want to talk about our big initiatives and i and one thing that we did um recently was we decided to do an analysis on our own in the sales enablement team, and we took uh, 50 teams of salespeople and their direct reports, and we we went and talked to each of them separately and asked them about their coaching, asked them about what they needed, and it was interesting because it showed us where the gaps were. For instance, here's an example. We, We asked the salespeople, what you know, what is your week? Like, are you getting sales coaching? And the managers uh, would say, oh, yes, I give lots of coaching. And their sales people would say, no, I don't get any coaching. We just talk about pipeline. So that started an initiative on sales coaching and Now that we've gone through our change management and we're really focused on making sure that these teams that have now newly come together and many times have new managers to them are uh, fully prepared to do a management coaching. And so we've been going through some initiatives. Um, We've hired a vendor. We've also been trained and we're teaching them how to discuss coaching, um, asking the, um, you know, how, what, how ask doing pre-call discussions rather than just focusing on pipeline and i won't go through all that we're doing in that but i will say how we're measuring it one way that we're measuring our impact on sales coaching is that we are looking at improving what we would call the middles so every sales manager has a few people on their team that are really good and they probably carry the team They, you know, they're always 100% and usually have two or three people that are might be 110, 120% and they really carry that sales manager, make that sales manager look great. But if you look at the data, there's maybe four or five people that are below 100%, maybe below 60%. And so what we're saying is we're, we're, we're setting a baseline right now. And we're telling our sales managers, we're going to look at the middles. We're not, the, the top performers don't need sales coaching very often, That you might they might be able to coach you, but you don't need to be coaching them. They are great, they're doing their deal, they're consistently high performers. The low performers are probably low for a lot of reasons, but what we know is that those middle performers probably need the most support from their manager. So we're doing a trend line on each quarter. Of where those middle performers are, so we're looking between, you know, like, you know the the 60 to 90 percent quota, and we're tracking. And the number is, is the number of people meeting quota on your team going up? Not the percentage of your quota, but this quarter you had two people meeting quota. Next quarter you had three people meeting quota. Or you could say this quarter you have 70% meeting quota, next quarter you have 80% meeting quota. So we wanna make sure that the middles are coming up. And by that, we're going to use that as a proxy for that we're doing a lot better coaching.
0: I love that, I love that. I have two follow on questions then just in regards to coaching. One is oftentimes frontline sales managers tend to have been maybe the best performing sales rep, not necessarily. Uh, the most um, encouraging sales representative or sales leader. So how do you teach those sales leaders to be better coaches?
1: Just like any team sport, often the players become the coaches and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't work out because coaches have a different makeup and responsibility than being the salesperson on the field. And One of the areas that I just recently discovered watching a whole lot of really high, high level sales managers, that they struggled a lot of times between asking questions during a coaching process and telling the answer. (laughs) And so what we started off with was don't assume that, you know, the answer because the person doesn't learn when you just tell them the answer. They'll listen to that. But what you get when you ask them the question of self-discovery is that they can internalize what they should be doing. You know, if they, if they're out on a sales call and it's going poorly, instead of saying, here's what I would do next time I would do this, this, and this, and the person will go, okay, uh-huh. And they, it, it, they haven't thought it through. They don't know why they're doing it. But if that sales manager says to them, you know, I observed that this was the reaction of the customer when we mentioned some topic how do you think that went what were you going for there what's your next step in turning that around when do you plan to have the next conversation so it's more how and when and what did you observe Um, we try to get them not to use the word why because why can get defensive and so trying to use those other words so that's just a very practical way to get uh, managers to think and surely they probably were great salespeople. Most people don't get promoted to being a sales manager without having been a good salesperson. But its not it should not be taken for granted that they don't need some extra help. And in fact, right now we are uh, putting people in our sales enablement team that are specifically focused on sales management coaching. And we'll have those in our various regions to work as a business partner with the sales management team. That's very cool. Are,
0: are you also by any chance incentivizing frontline managers to incorporate
1: coaching more into their practice? We do not have a particular incentive, um, except that we're going to measure those middles and we're gonna make it really public. <laughs> That's the best yeah. kind of incentive. We've, we have found that salespeople are often motivated, not just by commission, or by uh, accolades, but by competition with other salespeople or other sales Mm -hmm. managers. They will do a lot uh, just to make sure that on that leaderboard, they're at the top.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So I just wanted to check in with you and see if there were any other initiatives that you'd highly recommend to some of the other practitioners out there.
1: One thing that, that the team has done in onboarding, which is interesting, is that onboarding isn't a few days in time. And typically, when you onboard as a salesperson within an organization, they send you off to a couple days somewhere and then you're done. Maybe you'll go back for a, a quarterly sales meeting. So we've tried to take a, a slightly more comprehensive approach because that fire hose approach is very difficult to absorb. And while you may be an enthusiastic newcomer to the organization, it's hard to know what you need to know and what you don't know. So we are uh, actively doing a different process. The first few weeks that you're on board, you're meeting with your manager, we give you a checklist of items that you need to do, people you need to meet with, things you need to do, uh, individual learning that you do on your own so that you're more prepared to, to do a formal Learning an intense learning experience at a new hire sales training. Sometime between week four and eight, uh, you'll likely be sent to a um, multi-day sales training where we expose you to mm-hmm. products and to other sales people because that's really important to have a network of people that are also new, so that you have sort of a cohort and people you can confide in and check check progress on and look for resources. So we bring people together into a new hire sales training and we do soft skills there training, we do product skills, and we also help them understand some of the priorities of the company. Then after that, uh, we have a sort of a continuation program. And that same cohort goes through about 10 weeks of calls and webinars checks in on certain different topics. So maybe one week will be about compensation. And you'll meet on hosted by the sales enablement team, you'll meet with the compensation leader. Another week, you might work on the pricing tools. Another week, you might have a competition lead talk or any of the other kinds of areas that that are important to salespeople will do that for about 10 weeks. And we continually look at that and refine what needs to happen, based on the needs of the business, but that way you, you've got about a whole quarter of onboarding in a more paced out, you know, str- spread out way to help absorb it. Thanks for listening. For more insights,
0: tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you want to know more about, let us know. We'd love to hear from you.